Welcome to another episode of season two of the Soul Inspired podcast. Today you'll be hearing from V Jackson. She is a holistic health and well-being coach and I just really loved this conversation with her so much. We sat down and talked about her ideals around health, wellness, the industry itself and maybe where it's not doing so well, the places that could improve, mindset and so much more. I really hope that you enjoy this episode. If you do, please feel free to leave a review and share it with a friend because it really does help so much. Enjoy. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about what it is that you're currently doing. And yeah, if you can just tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got here. Yeah, of course. So I am a health and well-being coach. So I focus on um, exercise, nutrition, and also mindset work. Um, and yeah, I have just recently finished a sports nutrition coaching um, course as well. So I'm now a certified sports nutritionist too, which is really exciting. Amazing. Yeah. And from when I kind of started following along your Instagram page and just like learning a little bit more about you, I realized pretty early on that you're definitely more of a holistic coach. Like you don't just focus on, on physical health. You really do encompass that mindset, that spiritual aspect of it, I guess. So how important is it to you that health is focused on that holistic approach, like combining all of those aspects together? Yeah, of course. So um, when I when I first started training, I, I was like smashing out the gym every single day. Mm-hmm. And I eventually got to the point where I was training six times a day. And, you know, like I was increasing in my lifts and all this other stuff, but I still wasn't feeling like 100% myself. And I was like, what's mm-hmm. here? And that's when I started to delve into, you know, looking at my nutrition, making sure I was fueling my body with whole foods. Um, not just reaching for like these low calorie or like Mm. foods. Um, Yes. And then I like started on that path and I was like, there's still something missing here. And so that's when I started to look into more of like my mindset and how like limiting beliefs were holding me back. Um, My perspective on different things and just even how I would show up for myself on like a, on a daily basis. And that's when I kind of realized that, it doesn't matter how much you work on like just one thing. You need to encompass all of those things to be able to get that um, that total well-being. Mm, yes, I love that. And I feel like that's so important. And I feel like um, that's something that a lot of the the fitness industry kind of seems geared towards, you know, like protein powders and like how hard can you, how much can you lift and like how hard can you go and no pain, no gain. And I think sometimes, yeah, that's like a a crucial part of it that really is missing. Would you say that there was like a pivotal moment where you had those realizations or where you went down the path of like, I'm actually going to help people with their overall health? You know, was there a pivotal moment for you? Um, So it wasn't so much like a pivotal moment, but I'd always wanted to help people. So I originally was going to come out of uni and dive straight into psychology Mm. Um, and it was going to be, you know, like this massive, like fantastic thing. And then I was like, you know what, it's not really embodying like my belief, which is we have to work on every part of ourselves and psychology as much as yes, it focuses on the mindset. It's very clinical. It's very just like, this is it. That's all we're doing. 
Um, and so I was like, okay, how can I bring in like my personal training background um, and also my love for like mindset? And so I just mashed it all together and produced VJAX and coaching. And so, yeah, that's where we're at. I love that. And I think um, it's so interesting how we always start on one path and think like, yeah, this is the path for me. This is where I'm going to go. And then we kind of have to feel into it a little bit and like, is this aligned to what my, what my actual purpose is? And is this going to make me happy? And is this going to make me feel like I'm serving people to the best of my ability? What would you say that health really means to you? Like if you could define health for me in your own words, what would it be? Um, so health to me is a total state of well-being. So, you know, being free um, from disease and everything as well. But when you feel imbalanced, so mm. you're able to move without limitation, um, you're feeling good, like your energy levels are good, they're balanced, you're not having mood swings and all over the place. Um, and when you're able to have that mindset that's like, it's not, I, I don't always like look for like, oh yeah, like toxic positivity, like let's all be like fucking amazing. Yes. Uh, sorry for the swearing. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're able to get up each morning, you're like, yes, I'm happy and I'm in control of my life and I'm doing what lights me up inside. That's yes. my definition of health. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I feel like where the time that we've kind of grown up in and same as like the past couple of generations health has kind of been an afterthought to skinny um, and to the way we look and I think we're kind of seeing that transition into people really caring about true health and realizing like actually we're made to feel really good we're not made to feel like shit every single day we're not made to have these like crashes these really intense highs and lows 24 7 and all these like imbalances in our hormones and obviously we have a lot more going on than we used to 50 years back say but I do think that it's really cool to see how we're actually trying to focus on on holistic true health as opposed to like do I have abs and can I eat like this this 15 calorie like (laughs) air bar because um, I don't want to eat anything that's going to throw off my calories or like that's going to make me put on weight even though the food that you could be consuming could be really nutritionally dense for you and actually be giving you those micronutrients too. Exactly. So what are your thoughts on social media in terms of the fitness kind of side of it, but also the, I guess the influencer aspect, like what, what are your thoughts on that? I have some very strong feelings. yeah it's it's kind of like a very um it's gonna be a long explanation so when I first started out on my fitness journey I was very much in the sense of like yes like let's aim for like a six pack and you know be the skinniest version of myself um but when I look back at that time I was looking at all these external like influences you could say Mm. um, and being like I'm gonna match that I'm gonna look like that and that's just not fucking realistic and I think that's the problem with social media is they it's, it's getting a little bit better. Yes, little definitely. Little. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like they're putting out these 
these unrealistic expectations to people and there's young girls or even like women like ourselves who look at it and even though we may not be consciously like comparing ourselves we're still Mm. looking at it and being like why can't I look like that why does that person have that and I can't have that so I think the fitness industry especially through social media has a long way to go in the sense of making things realistic and showing people the other side Mm. the actual struggles that it takes to you know achieve this body image thing that you want um and so yeah yeah it's um it's definitely improving and I think it's great to see so many people coming out and showing like actually this is what my body looks like this is just a pose that I'm doing because I am an influencer and I get paid on my posts Um, and I think that's something that can be so hard for us to get our minds around that a lot of the people that we're comparing ourselves to their body And the way that they look is their job, essentially. And, you know, you're going to to a nine to five job or you're spending all your time like working on something else. And yes, health still has to be a priority, but you're probably not spending your every single waking moment, like tracking your food and doing these like specific workouts that are going to make you look this certain way. Um, And I think like, yeah, like you said, we're seeing like one part of what's really going into the behind the scenes. Um, And I think, yeah, social media has a lot to answer for with body image, but so does just mainstream media. Oh, a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent. Because we, you know, there's like magazines that compare women's bodies to each other and, I think um, in terms of like women, it's getting slightly better, but I also have noticed that for men, there seems to be like quite a lot of pressure on men to look a certain way as well. And, you know, like it's all about like lifting weights and, and being bulky. And it's not necessarily for men about, you know, having that like mobility in their body and, and fueling their body with foods that make them feel good, not stuffing themselves to the absolute max so that they can, be putting on weight all the time do you do you work with men at all or would you say that it's like all women that you focus on so um I have a couple of men in my like in like little circle that I work Mm -hmm. um but I'd say that my coaching is mostly based towards women Mm. yeah and would you say that that's like an accurate description like men are also being made to feel like they have to like always be getting bigger and better if they're going to the gym and that maybe their health is like the afterthought yeah a hundred percent it's always I I feel like with men the the focus is physique 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 it doesn't matter if like you're literally developing like disordered eating because Mm. you're constantly having to shovel like food down your throat um but it's just this like if you don't have big muscles and you don't have a six pack, then you're just irrelevant. And that's yeah. a shitty like way to look at things. Yeah. Um, like I know even with my husband, like he's, he's looked at like different YouTubers and stuff and, you know, they're always like promoting these, these diets and um, like training programs that are actually ridiculous. And he's mm. like, I look like that. And I'm like, because you don't you do don't that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that and maintain like a, a life job and you know have a life it's not maintainable at all mm. um, so yeah 
Yeah, I just wanted to um, touch on that because I was thinking about how I do think for women, we're kind of seeing that a bit more. But I think um, for men, maybe we've got like a bit of a way to go because it's only kind of been like a recent, I don't know if that's if that's fair to say, but it feels like it's been, you know, in the past decade or so that it's been more of that, that um, what's the word? Like the moving towards like men having to look like a certain way for them to be perceived as that masculine figure. Um, so yeah, that was why I wanted to touch on that because I do think that, the mindset aspect that you teach is so important because not only do women need that, but men need that too. Like we really all need to be working on a a holistic approach to health. Yeah. So what are some daily non-negotiable practices that you have? Um, So number one is moving my body, regardless Mm -hmm. whether that's like a walk or a stretch or whether I'm like going out and actually going to the gym, you know, yay, out of lockdown. Another is making sure that I'm eating at least three meals a day and making sure that those meals that I'm eating are well balanced. So, you know, a good source of protein, carbs and fats. Mm. Um, And then my, what I'm trying to work on at the moment is journaling yes getting there um but yeah those those are my like non-negotiables and water Mm. water drink your water people (laughs) (laughs) I think we could all do with that reminder I swear uh yeah you go through phases with water where you're like drinking all the water every day and then all of a sudden you don't drink any for about a week yeah and it's like when when was the last time I drank some water (laughs) (laughs) so what does your weekly fitness routine look like and I say that loosely but more your weekly movement routine look like um so at the moment just coming out of like lockdown and everything it's been a little bit slow um but what my usual routine looks like is I go to two classes at a gym in town or in mm-hmm. Nepal, say, and those are mainly focused on like Olympic lifting um so I myself I really enjoy heavy lifting um mm yeah it's it's just a whole nother level for me um and then outside of that I'll usually go for a walk or I'll go out to my little home gym setup and just do like a lower body or upper body session so yeah it's not like it's not set I must train five days a week if I train three days a week one week and I train you know six days the next week because I'm feeling fucking amazing that's okay there is no expectation as long as I move my body each day in a way that feels honoring to myself and I'm not pushing myself yes 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 I love that I love that you talked about how you don't have a strict routine because especially as women uh sometimes I feel like we've forgotten the fact that like women we have seasons in our body and we're not gonna be the same from week to week and really the better way to I guess if you wanted to compare or track your progress would be to track month to month because of the way that our cycles work and yeah. you know you have your inner winter summer autumn spring like each one of those weeks and each one of those phases brings about a different level of energy and a different way of feeling like what's going to nourish me in this moment like yeah maybe when you're 
in your ovulation stage, you're in your inner summer, you're going to go want to go and work out every single day and you're going to feel so strong and you're going to feel amazing. But maybe in your autumn phase, you're kind of just coming back to slowing down. You're going to go and do maybe one or two workouts like that a week, but you're going to do some stretching or you're just going to go on a walk and you're going to honor your body. And yeah, I do really like that you said that because I think, again, sometimes we get caught up in the like must-see progress in X amount Mm -hmm. of time, but without giving ourselves the tools that mean we're going to be able to bring that progress into our actual everyday life, not just for like a set amount of time. Yeah. And so touching on that, I know you've got your eight-week program that's starting in January and I would love to hear a little bit about like what that encompasses yeah of course so I wanted to put out a more affordable um, program for anyone who was looking to get into their health and fitness journey um, slash you know people who have been on it for a while but wanted a little bit more direction and so eight weeks to a better you is obviously an eight-week program I'm very specific on calling it a program, not a challenge because we are Mm. habits for life. Um, And so within that, um, the girls, they have access to my coaching app and in my coaching app, there's um, space for them to like do their photos and their measurements. So not solely just focusing on weight. Yes. A big part of it. Um, uh, We do some different training blocks. Um, So whether they want to focus on, you know, building muscle or they want to lose weight. Um, And we also, in that app, there's um, different habit trackers as well. So focusing on um, like developing habits long-term. So two of the biggest ones that I put in there for the girls is their journaling. So <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it, um, but I like my girls to also like come along the journey with me and then also their water as well, because that is super important. Um, so that's kind of like the, the background information of that. But the reason why I wanted to put it out there was so that, yeah, there was an affordable option out there that not only taught people how to achieve their goals or like get on their way to achieving their goals in the eight weeks, but gave them the tools to take outside of the program Mm. that they could continue on for the rest of like the time that they want to go down that path um and with that I want to I want to say that it's not just uh, like track your calories and your macros and then you know lose your weight and then whatever yes Um, also focusing on like teaching women who wanted to intuitively eat um working them through like you know what they should be looking for on their plate and things like that they also have access to my recipe books, which are recipes that I actually use myself, mm. which I feel like is so important because when girls come to me and they're like, oh, you know, this, like, I really want to try this. And I'm like, yeah, like, it's fucking amazing. Like, you want some lunch ideas? Here you go. Yeah. Um, and then the most important bit, my Facebook community is yes. my favorite bit ever because all of the girls, I feel like, a little side note, I've done like a Lauren Fitness, a Lauren Simpson challenge before um and I felt like in that I was just like one like person and there was like Mm. so when I created my program I wanted to make sure that all of the girls had somewhere to turn if you know I wasn't available or they wanted to share their wins or whatever um and so that's why I made this Facebook community 
Yeah. And so um, one of the other aspects that I included in the program was weekly accountability calls with the girls. So it's another chance for everyone to get on with each other, um, for them to ask me any questions and ask to work through them in more of a collective space mm. and to prioritise that um, that feeling of community. And it's not just them. They've got a whole like little tribe of other women that they can rely on for um, not only accountability, but support and yes. not alone. Yes. Um, and my favourite thing about it is the fact that we just finished around probably about three weeks ago. And some of these girls are still getting on Zooms each week. Like, oh, I love that. And training together. Like, yes. Ah, it's the most wholesome thing ever. I love it. I think that that, yeah, I just love that so much. I think accountability is a big part of it. And when you were talking at the start, like, you know, about obviously taking your pictures and your measurements and like, yes, it's not all about weight loss or or whatnot, but different people require different tools to help them focus their mind on a task and to keep them accountable. So for some people, tracking might be like the best way for them for other people your calls might be the thing that motivates them to like stay on track and be healthy and I love that they've continued to actually stick together and I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are craving is that that real community feel that real community vibe especially after the last couple of years we've had there's been so much disconnection and having people that are kind of on the same path as you can feel so comforting and can really allow you um yeah that accountability I guess that space holder that actually makes you want to show up for yourself every single day so I really love that and I know that for you it's not just weight and it's not just this but it means that people that do want those things they're going to yes get the tools for that but they're also going to have access to things that are going to help with their mindset and help with that positive habits that are going to come into their life. So yeah, that's really nice. I love that. What inspires you daily? Like what's something that inspires you? It doesn't necessarily have to be daily, sorry, but just what, what inspires you? Watching other women achieve their goals and transform their reality is my biggest inspiration. Because when I look at them, I'm like, fuck yeah, I can do it too. And it's just, yeah, yeah, that, I have to say that's my biggest inspiration. It's, it's literally my clients and watching other people just go from like being not, not being like, um, I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. Like they're, they're expanding. Yeah, yeah, they're growing. They're taking up space. They're, they're getting comfortable with showing themselves like that it's just oh I want anyone who's listening to this to just take note of that because seeing other people succeed and expand and blossom that is like one of the greatest joys in life and if you find yourself feeling jealousy or resentment towards anyone that is kind of coming into their own use that as like a guide point like if you're jealous of something it just means that it's in your sphere of awareness and it's something that you actually want for yourself so use it as a positive like that is a good thing if you're feeling jealous just redirect that thought 
like actually be inspired by it because it means that it's something that you want for yourself too. So I love that you brought that up because I think only recently we've come out of that like competition mindset with other women that like we've got to compete, we've got to be better than them. Like we can't all come up together. Like we have to push someone down so that we can get to the top. Like no, actually seeing people rise up is like one of the most beautiful things in life. And if you can't learn to be happy for other people, you won't receive that in your own life. So learning to truly be happy and clap for people in their expansion is where we, where we make the space to grow into that for ourselves and make it safe for ourselves too, because we're saying, Hey universe, actually, this is exactly what I want. Like, I love this. This is amazing. Like help me get here instead of, oh my God, like they don't deserve to be there or I should be there instead. Like that's not the attitude we want to have. So I love that so much. It just makes me so happy. All right. So last question, where can people find you? And besides your eight-week program, what other offerings do you have available? Okay. So everyone can find me on Instagram. My username your handle <laughs> handle there we go um is i am v jackson with a little underscore thingy mm-hmm. um i am on facebook as well but i'm not on there as frequently but mm. if you look up v jackson coaching you'll see that pop up there as well um and my other offerings so i'm actually taking a little bit of a break over christmas to yes really step into my power and get ready for 2022. Um, But my offerings coming into the new year (laughs) will be eight weeks to a better you. So the program, Mm -hmm. um, as well as one on one mentorship, which is a 12 week container and my nutrition coaching. So we'll be out here on how to intuitively eat, do meal plans, whatever feels right for them. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today. And I will leave all your information in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and making it the whole way through the episode. You can find me at soulinspired underscore underscore on Instagram if you would like to follow along. Otherwise, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.